Amen. This thing is a little bit. Alright. Amen. We're going to go ahead and start. Begin. Hallelujah. Jesus is greater than the one that is in the world. Sometimes Satan tries to throw everything in the world at you to disrupt your progress. Amen. Amen. But Jesus is greater. We're here. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep praising the Lord, reading his scriptures, preaching his word, fasting and praying. We're going to keep going. Amen. So we're going we're gonna to start off with just a short prayer. Amen. And then we go ahead and go into the sermon. Hallelujah. Jesus, you are so good to us, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. Jesus, for your grace and your mercy, Jesus. Thank you for your upliftment, Jesus. Thank you for blessing us, Jesus, with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your gift that you have given to us, your, your peace that you have given to us, your peace that you have left with us, Jesus. For you, Jesus, are a gift to us, Jesus. You have given us, Jesus, your gift, Jesus, of eternal life. You have given us your gift, Jesus, of being able to pray and join you in heavenly places, Jesus. Bless us all and help us, Jesus, to read your word. Help us and bless us with understanding, Jesus. Bless us and help us, Jesus, with wisdom and patience and love and understanding and compassion, Jesus. Help us all, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, to serve you, Jesus. Hallelujah, to follow you, you Jesus, and your example, Jesus. Hallelujah, and to meet you, Jesus. Hallelujah, to meet your will, to do your will, to perform your will. For you said, Jesus, that my mother and brother and sisters are, no, are those who are not uh, those who stand outside, but those who do the will, your will, Jesus. You said it, Jesus, and now we are performing it, Jesus. We seek to perform it every single day. Help us to progress, Jesus. Help us to get better. Help us to obey you, Jesus. As soon as you say it, Jesus, help us to do it. For you are God. Amen. So in our, our, our last sermon, we were talking about the, the true fire and the strange fire. Hallelujah. And so Jesus led us back to just look at this uh, instance again. Amen. This is like one of the most uh, striking um, examples and um, instances in the Bible. So, amen. Jesus led us back to Leviticus 10 just to read, to go back through um, what happened again with Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're in Leviticus 10. We're going to start at line one. And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his censer and put fire therein and put incense thereon and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. And there went out fire from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said unto Aaron, This is it that the Lord spake, saying, I will be sanctified in them that come nigh me or near me and before all the people i will be glorified and aaron held his peace and moses called mishael and elzaphon and the sons of eziel the uncle of aaron and said unto them come near carry your brethren from before the sanctuary out of the camp so they went near and carried them in their coats in their coats out of the camp as moses had said and moses said unto aaron and unto eleazar and unto
eat in a clean place, thou and thy sons and thy daughters with thee, for they be thy due and thy sons' due, which are given out of the sacrifices of peace offerings of the children of Israel. The heave shoulder and the wave breast shall they bring with the offerings made by fire of the fat to wave it for a wave offering before the Lord. And it shall be thine and thy sons with thee by a statute forever, as the Lord hath commanded. And Moses diligently sought the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it was burnt, and he was angry with Eleazar and Ithamar, the sons of Aaron, which were left alive, saying, Wherefore have you not eaten the sin offering in the holy place? Why did you not eat in the holy place? Okay. Seeing it is most holy, and God hath given it you to bear the iniquity of the congregation to make atonement for them before the Lord. Behold, the blood of it was not brought in within the holy place. You should indeed have eaten it in the holy place as I commanded. And Aaron said unto Moses, Behold, this day have they offered their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and such things have befallen me. And if I had eaten the sin offering today, should it have been accepted in the sight of the Lord? And when Moses heard that, he was content. And so Aaron, amen, Aaron obviously um, was pretty broken up about this, about this happening. Amen. But he knew um, that 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 was chastised. Hallelujah, um, with what happened to his sons and not offering that that um, not offering or not uh, lighting that fire correctly by bringing in strange fire from outside. And we went into the subject of false prophets and false teachers and false preachers, which are bringing. Other gospels, the and, and doctrines of men from outside and presenting it like it's part of the gospel, like it's part of the church, like it's part of the teachings of Jesus. That is the equivalent of strange fire. Hallelujah. And so we're going um, to look at a short video. Amen. That's going to kind of uh, go into just a, to go into this subject just a little bit more um, and show some examples of um, how they did this. Amen. Let me pull it up. So it's very interesting because, you know, when we look at this um, in the video, I mentioned about that responsibility that the priests have. And of course, like, you know, you do have this example of Ananias and Sapphira, you know, um, being deceitful and being a very similar instance. I'm glad that that video, um, they brought that up. Um, yeah, we got to be glad that we have the mercy of God. You know, um, he really um, sanctified the church in that way. Amen. The new covenant in that way. And so he he's he's patient. Amen. He's patient. And um, even even when you look at the Old Testament, even just a simple fact of the um, when you look at the, the Ark of the Covenant, even the the top of the Ark of the Covenant being called the mercy seat. You know, uh, he was very patient with the children of Israel back then, and he walked them slowly through these things. And so, you know, um, and we see the same thing in Romans where Jesus says that um they had no excuse and we have no excuse because we know we know we've been taught that god is who he is that jesus is who he is amen so it, it's it's very interesting as we continue to read this and go through this hallelujah so jesus let us uh right into the next chapter Whatsoever parteth the hoof and is cloven-footed and cheweth the cud among the beasts, that shall you eat. Nevertheless, these shall you not eat of them that chew the cud or of them that divide the hoof as the camel. Because he cheweth the cud but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. Amen. And so it's interesting because 
uh, I didn't know this, and I had to go back and research this a while back about what chewing the cud is. This is when the animals regurgitate their food and they chew it up more and they swallow it back up because their stomachs don't work the same and their teeth don't work the same as ours. Ew. Amen. And so <laughs> it is pretty nasty, but it makes it makes a lot of sense that they have to digest their food and chew it up a little bit more than we do. Amen. Right. And so um, it says in the coney, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the hare, okay, and that's like a, a rabbit, the wild rabbit, the hare, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the swine, though he divide the hoof and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean to you. And of their flesh shall you not eat, and their carcass shall you not touch. They are unclean to you. These shall you eat of all that are in the waters. Whatsoever have fins and scales in the waters, in the seas and in the rivers, them shall you eat. And all that have not fins and scales in the seas and in the rivers, of all that move in the waters, and of any living thing which is in the waters, they shall When they be dead, they uh, shall be unclean until the even. And upon who, whatsoever any of them, when they are dead, doth fall, it shall be unclean. Whether it be any, any vessel of wood, or raiment, or skin, or sack, whatsoever vessel it be, wherein any work is done, it must be put into water, and it shall be unclean until the even, so it shall be cleansed. Hallelujah. And every earthen vessel whereinto any of them falleth whatsoever is in it shall be unclean, and you shall break it. Of all meat which may be eaten, that on which such water cometh shall be unclean, and all drink that may be drunk, and every such vessel shall be unclean, and everything whereupon any part of their carcass falleth shall be unclean. Whether it be oven or ranges for pots, they shall be broken down, for they are unclean, and shall be unclean unto you. Nevertheless, a fountain or pit wherein there is plenty of water shall be clean, but that which toucheth their carcass shall be unclean. And if any part of their carcass fall upon any sowing seed which is to be sown, it shall be clean. But if any water to be, um, be put upon the seed, and any part of their carcass fall therein, it shall be unclean unto you. And if any beast of which you may eat die, he that toucheth the carcass thereof shall be unclean until the even. And he that eateth of the carcass of it shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. He also that beareth the carcass of it shall wash.
we can get really sick from this. And so this this sermon is is called clean rest because he's 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 showing us the clean and the unclean. Hallelujah. And so Jesus led us up to Jeremiah 29. And so this this is interesting because I actually uh, I wanted um, Sister Star to hear this too, and and Brother Ty. But um, we, like I said, we record all of these so we can always send it to them uh, later. Uh, Jesus led us to um, first to uh, Jeremiah 29. Hallelujah. And so this this is interesting because I love this, this um, <laughs> amen, amen. This the this Lord, the Lord spoke that Jeremiah 29 led to me so much it, it was almost comical. Amen. <laughs> yeah, this is interesting amen. because Jeremiah 29. Jesus led us to Jeremiah 29. He led me to this earlier uh, this week, and it talks about how we are well, how we were supposed to live in Babylon. And so it's an interesting thing because it's because of course we live in modern day Babylon, so it's also a blueprint for how we're supposed to live, how we are supposed to be living here. Hallelujah! And so of course we're on our way out, but Jesus wants us to know, um, you know, why we are where we are um, struggling with some things right now because of um, the way Satan is trying to uh, You know, my family's parents, when they had farms, they used to cut their heads off. I could never do that. I, I couldn't either. I never understood it. I couldn't kill any animal. Like, mm -hmm. I just couldn't. Mm -mm. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, it's terrible. Amen. So it, I couldn't shoot. Couldn't do nothing to it. It's terrible. Jesus, Jesus, he, he wants us to know um, some things about some of these practices. And that's why he's taking us through these scriptures. That's why he's putting our minds on these things, because he wants us to know that there's a, a right way to do things. Amen. Amen. And, um, you know, um, you know, of course, when we get into the to the, the subject of um, of kosher, um, there's some things that are right about that. And of course, there's some things that's kind of um, off about it too, but there's some things that are right about that. Amen. And so um, Jesus led us to Jeremiah 29. Are we gonna, we're going to start in line four. Hallelujah. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon, build you houses and dwell in them and plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives and beget sons and daughters and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons.
already timing out on us again. Amen. But I can only stay for a couple more minutes because I got to get ready for for, uh, my Sunday school class tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Okay. I can maybe stay for a couple more minutes. Amen. All right. that's, That's perfectly fine. Hallelujah. Appreciate you coming on and joining us. Hallelujah. So the next scripture Jesus led us to is Jeremiah 10. Hallelujah. Amen. So he told us to go to to go and to prosper. Amen. To prosper in captivity. Hallelujah. One second. Amen. He told us to to prosper in captivity, hallelujah, but he's still telling us to stay away from idolatry, hallelujah, in Jeremiah 10. Jesus led us to Jeremiah 10 when he was talking about idolatry. Hear ye the word of the Lord, which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Um. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are vain, for one cut off a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workman with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold, they fasten it with nails and with hammers, that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born, which means to be carried, because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither also is it in them to do good. Hallelujah. So this was a Babylonian custom of decorating a palm tree. And they thought that when they did this, that the tree would come to life. Okay. Uh, like Like the power of an idol. You know, people think that idols can get up and start walking around. They're made out of silver and gold and stone and wood and all these different things. And people today still think that that, that, can, that's, that can happen. Hallelujah. And so it's, it, it's not true. And, and Jesus is saying here in this, in this uh, example, um, which is very much like a Christmas tree, um, which goes in, again, goes into the realm of idolatry. And Jesus is leading us into all truth. Let us know the things that we should keep and the things that we've got to leave behind in the past. And walk into the new man, leave the old man behind. So it says that they are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born. They need to be carried because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither also is it in them to do good. For as much as there is none like unto thee, O Lord, thou art great, and thy name is great in might. Who would not fear thee, O to abide his indignation. Thus shall you say unto them, the gods that have not made the heavens and the earth, even they shall perish from the earth and from under these heavens. He have made the earth by his power. He have established the world by his wisdom and have stretched out the heavens by his discretion. When he uttereth his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens and he causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings with rain and bringeth forth the wind out of his treasures. Every man is brutish in his knowledge. Every founder is confounded by the graven image, for his molten image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. Just like how we what we read in First Corinthians, okay, that the, the idol is nothing. And Jesus is saying here that there is no breath in them. They are vanity and the work of errors. In the time of their visitation, they shall perish. The portion of Jacob is not like them. For he is the former of all things, and Israel is the rod of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. Gather up thy wares out of the land, O inhabitant of the fortress. For thus saith the Lord, 
Behold, I will sling out the inhabitants of the land at this once and will distress them that they may find it so. Woe is me for my hurt. My wound is grievous, but I said, truly, this is a grief and I must bear it. My tabernacle is spoiled and all my cords are broken. My children are gone forth of me and they are not. There is none to stretch forth my tent any. Hallelujah. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to is Deuteronomy 12, starting in line 9. Okay, this is the clean rest. Hallelujah. Starting in line 9. For you are not as yet come to the rest and to the inheritance which the Lord your God giveth you. But when you go over Jordan and dwell in the land which the Lord your God giveth you to inherit and when he giveth you rest from all your enemies round about so that you dwell in safety, then there shall be a place which the Lord your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. Thither shall you bring all that I command you, your burnt offerings and your sacrifices and your tithes and the heave offering of your hand and all your choice vows which you vow unto the Lord. Hallelujah. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you and your sons and your daughters and your men servants and your maid servants and the Levite that is within your gates. For as much as he have no part nor inheritance with you, take heed to thyself that thou offer not thy burnt offerings in every place that the Lord that thou seest. But in the place which the Lord shall choose in one of thy tribes, there shall thy offer shall um, thou shalt offer thy burnt offerings and there Thou shalt do all that I command thee. Okay, so he's saying um, among one of your tribes, in one of your tribes. Hallelujah. There shall thy offer, thou, thou offer thy burnt offerings, and there thou shalt do all that I command thee. Notwithstanding, thou mayest kill and eat flesh in all thy gates. Whatsoever thy soul lusteth after, according to the blessing of the Lord thy God, which he hath given thee, the low, the the unclean and the clean may eat thereof as of the roebuck and of the heart. Hallelujah! So he gave us.
their deeds. For I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. But unto you, I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine and which have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden but that which you have already hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken the shivers, even as I receive of my father. Hallelujah. Jesus wants us to know what to stay away from, how to live in the kingdom, how to be how to live amongst the kingdom, following his every single word. Hallelujah. He is guiding and directing us and leading us into all truth. Hallelujah. The next scripture that Jesus led us to is Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 4. 1 Thessalonians, actually that might be, let me see here, yeah, 1 Thessalonians 4, hallelujah. Furthermore, then, we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as you have received of us, how you ought to walk and to please God as you would abound more and more. And you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. We just read about that. Okay. Jesus commanded us to abstain from that, to stay away from it. Okay. But we've got to rebuke that spirit of Jezebel that tries to make others in the church to commit it. Hallelujah. This is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man go beyond
means hallelujah about the clean we are going to go into the rest hallelujah he's taking us into the rest the holy spirit is a rest but he there's another rest that we have that is in him that is coming he's going to take us into we have to continue to follow his every word we cannot be weary and well doing hallelujah jesus has, has given us all of this Hallelujah, to not be double-minded, to endure the temptation. Hallelujah, to continue to be patient. Hallelujah, by that trying of faith. He is trying us and he is teaching us. Hallelujah, he is teaching us and leading us into all truth. What a wonderful thing. Amen. Amen. Let us be doers, not just hearers. Let us do it. Do everything that Jesus commanded us to do. To do it. Not just speak it, but do it. Not just hear it, but do it. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to thank you, everybody, for, for joining us. Again, we're here um, every Saturday. Hallelujah. At 4.30 Eastern Standard Time. Hallelujah. Please. Also, uh, tune in uh, to another um, excellent ministry out of Maryland called Lilac. They're um, on Zoom uh, every day at 9.30, okay? And Pastor Jimmy, he comes on with a message, with a word, usually around uh, 9.45. Amen. And you can check them out just by going to lilac.net. Hit in the uh, the join uh, meeting button and just type in the passcode seven. Hallelujah. And the same for us. Again, we're on every Saturday. Amen. At uh, 4.30 Eastern Standard Time, you go right to our website, scroll down, find the information, and you can actually look at some of the all the past sermons, all the past recordings, all of our, our praise and worship, all of our messages. You can go to smucd.blog to slash blog, smucd.org slash blog to see all of the, um, the older messages.